What's Tech is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone? Now you can pay while you listen. Using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city, consumer credit, and debit cards. As a new 22-year-old resident of New York City tasked with feeding herself, I was going upriver without a paddle. More than once in the last year, I have tried to make box macaroni and cheese, poured the milk in and realized the milk was curdled and full of chunks. But waste not, want not, that's my motto. So I had to wash the spoiled milk off of the macaroni and eat it plain. That is how a human being stays alive, um, but not really, you know, nurtured. So when (laughs) (laughs) my... (laughs) colleague, our features editor, Michael Zelenko, approached me and asked, would I please take on the arduous task of trying all of the major meal subscription services? My main thought was, yes, I love free food. I went on this journey. It was largely terrible, but I did eat a lot of edible things with nutrients in them. See, what I find interesting about this is you you paint a picture here of <laughs> someone impossibly cheap and willing to eat literally macaroni, dry macaroni, covered in no, spoiled milk. No, 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 no. <laughs> covered in spoiled milk. And then you were given a bounty of free food. And your your take on it is like, not as good. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, it's just like if you were being presented with the idea of luxury, that's what you expect. I mean, my <laughs> my rancid macaroni was never conveyed to me as a luxury item. It was mine, and I made you are, it. You're Kevin McAllister. You're <laughs> like, you, you come to New York, and you're terrified, and the moment you feel comfortable, you're like bossing around the staff. <laughs> what can I say? I don't know. I have high standards for myself. Some of the time. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from TheVerge.com. I am your humble host, Christopher Thomas Plant, and today I'm joined by my colleague, my friend, social media manager at TheVerge.com, Caitlin Tiffany. How are you doing? Good. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Today we're (laughs) going to talk about, uh, let's call this online meal delivery. Is there like a specific phrase for whatever the hell this stuff is? We called them meal subscription services, I believe. Sure. But, you know, brand speak. Yeah. What what you will. Food and boxes. Food boxes. What is the basic (laughs) premise of an online subscription food box? So basically, this is for people who like eating, you know, locally sourced (laughs) vegetables and kale a Mm. lot of kale this is for people who want to eat like good balanced meals but they don't want to have to look up recipes or go to the grocery store or like figure out how many pieces of basil they need they just want all the elements of a meal placed into their kitchen and then they'll assemble them and feel like they're cooking and then they'll eat them and feel like they are eating because they are so that's the premise (laughs) so it's like everything that would go into like just ordering delivery 
mm-hmm. except you still get to make the food. Yes, and you need to decide what you want to eat like 10 days in advance instead of, you know, huh. 40 minutes in advance. Okay, so what are, like, who are the big companies? Uh, so the biggest one, which you've probably seen like Hulu ads and Subway banner ads for, is Blue Apron. That's like the OG. That's like um, the biggest one. Yeah, they kind of convey themselves as an alternative for like busy families. They have like a family box and you can make your kids some fancy ramen after soccer practice and whatever. And then there's HelloFresh is probably the second biggest. And the premise is identical. The only difference is the marketing, which for HelloFresh is mainly celebrity endorsements on Instagram. And by celebrity, I mean cast members of Vanderpump Rules. So, you know, it's a little hipper, a little edgier. Uh, And then there's (laughs) like... Like Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. And then there's dozens of, you know, smaller ones, which I tried Purple Carrot which is a vegan service, and uh, Peach Dish, which is exclusively American Southern food. Yeah, but you can get them for anything. There's ones that are specifically for women who are breastfeeding. There's the New York Times has one, which is exclusively New York Times food section recipes, if that's something you're passionate about, which, uh, okay. And yeah, there's endless options for these things. Okay, so we'll get, we'll get into like, which is the best and all that stuff. In a little bit. But like <laughs> top level, what was your experience like basically being a lab mouse for these different boxes? I guess I'm being a little dramatic. Obviously, it was not like hellish <laughs> to have fresh ingredients delivered to my apartment and then have delicious meals to eat. Well, sometimes delicious. But it is sort of, I guess, tacky, I would say, to receive a box with hundreds of individually plastic wrapped objects and one ounce plastic bottles of white wine for cooking. It's extremely wasteful. There's also enormous ice packs in every one, every box because, you know, you need to get home and bring it into your house after it's been delivered. And sometimes there's salmon in there. And so, yeah, you're getting shipped these huge, very heavy boxes of vegetables that you could easily have just walked to a store and purchased. So in that sense, it definitely feels like kind of grotesquely luxurious. Like this is the type of thing that makes people pry up cobblestones and stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> sure. And and it's not cheap either. Like this is not a solution for someone who is genuinely just like struggling to make some time in their busy day to eat food because they're working two jobs and whatever. No, like these are for people who are just a little lazy and are willing to pay $9 per serving for something they can make themselves for like $4 per serving. And some of them were even more expensive than that. Some of them were like $13 per serving or something where it's like, I would just go buy a burrito, right? Like, I don't know. (laughs) A kale burrito. (laughs) Yeah, a kale burrito. Well, explain your metric for like critiquing them. Okay, so I guess... I felt that the services implicitly promised to teach me how to cook. So I appreciated the services that taught me new cooking skills and held my hand a little bit. And also food that tasted fine. Food that tasted like it should be eaten by me, a human being. Some of them were not that. Some of them were like piles of weird beige food and then a bucket of kale on the side. And it was like, no, this isn't food. (laughs) (laughs) And I also graded them on price, of course, because uh, I'm a bargain hunter. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. You are a 22-year-old. Are you 22 still? Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, (laughs) Anyway, yeah, you're, you're like 22 living in New York. 
like, of course, price is an important thing. Yeah. I think price is an important thing for, well, most of the time, everybody, but especially everybody living in New York. Yes. Well, I forgot about the most important metric. Sorry. Um, Okay. the, The most important metric, of course, when considering any purchase is the branding. So I really liked um, <laughs> I really liked things that came in elegant packaging that had like websites that might have been designed for someone who used to be on the hills, like things like that. Yeah. You know, those like signature touches that make me feel like I am being cared for by <laughs> a, a, be- a beautiful blonde woman with uh, You're skills. like the sequel to American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, did you... What was like your standout dish where you're like, oh my gosh, that's a spicy meatball? That's offensive <laughs> and like old too. What, okay. what was tasty? Okay, the best thing that I made was from HelloFresh and it was zucchini crusted chicken, which mm-hmm. I really had to work for. You really got to work for it. I mean, you of have course. to shred a zucchini into very minuscule pieces in order to make it something that can crust something else but it was so good (laughs) and it had chili pepper flakes nice little kick it was a a spicy chicken um it was delicious it was so good and i was so proud of myself that was the the best thing about these is they give you a sense of accomplishment even when you may not have earned one i mean you you shredded that zucchini that that was more work than i thought you'd have to do yeah i did i did that yep i also pickled mustard seeds at one point for a garnish not even for the main dish so how long did it take to pickle? Pickling mustard seeds? I think it took like 10 minutes. Oh, oh that's like barely pickling something. That's All right, not like... but 10 minutes is enough to make an entire meal if you're going to have grilled cheese and frozen sweet potato fries. So Sure. Yeah, I mean, I was picturing like, oh, I'm going to put these away for the winter. Oh, like, like, like jars of pickled mustard yeah. seed preserves. I should I was... have done that. I mean, sure, you should have. It would have taken the piece a little longer, but... I yeah, mean... yes. Okay. Um, if you if you had to use one, which would you use? And like, let's let's adjust this scenario. Like, say you are now closer to my age, mm-hmm. and you have like I don't know, given up on. I'm not gonna say given up on life. That's mean because I, I know a lot of people <laughs> use these. Um, but like, you you have different priorities. You spend more time at home in the evenings, and you have a more disposable income. At that point, is there like one of these that you would pick? So I guess. If I had to choose one, I would choose HelloFresh just because, for one, the packaging is the least wasteful. They put all the ingredients for each meal into, like, you know, it, its own little box instead of each ingredient in its own plastic container. So it's just like three boxes with three meals instead of like a thousand things. And also, I don't know, I, I'm a sucker for celebrity endorsements. So. I mean, C-list celebrity endorsements, yeah. uh, the thirsty kind, the kind that's making people maybe like $1,100 per Instagram post. That's where I want to be. So I would take um, that. Yeah. So I guess I would pick HelloFresh, although I still have some serious moral quibbles. So the idea of it, just broadly, just, I don't know. Oh, that'll the, change. The idea that life needs to get more and more easy for people who have extra money is just like, it's getting a little crippling. It's like laundry apps. Oh yeah, this I know. I, I know. I can't wait to like follow up this podcast in like <laughs> eight or ten years, and you're just like like taking your like Segway floater to work. I don't even know what that would be. Apparently, <laughs> in my mind, water. the ice caps have finally melted, and there are floating Segways <laughs> that you would ride to whatever remains of Manhattan Island. Okay, 
let's talk about that, actually. <laughs> Five years from now, uh, around the time that the polarized cups are beginning to melt, what do you see like going on with this niche? Like, is it a big thing or is it kind of just, do you think, going to be like what it is indefinitely? Well, I mean, I suppose if these companies were able to scale it better and make it a little more cost efficient and a little less wasteful, it could be useful, especially for people who don't live with access to fresh produce or, you know, and things like that, which will be all of us once the United States is dried out into a flaky little husk and California has floated off into the Pacific. So, I mean, in that sense, in this weird dystopian future where there's like one part of the United States with tons of seasonal asparagus, um, (laughs) (laughs) it could be useful in distributing that. But yeah, I I mean, it would definitely have to become a lot bigger. I would like, I mean, I don't understand economic and any economic things at all, but I mean, it seems like (laughs) it'd have to get a lot bigger before it could be like a usable resource for people who actually have household budgets so i guess like to put a bow on it if you had the choice would you rather just use seamless okay despite the fact that i was pre-warned of this question i did not pre-warn you of my answer which is that i've never used seamless and don't totally understand what it is (laughs) what um how do you I, it I was don't like understand. I missed the boat. I missed the boat. I don't use Uber either. Like p- these are things that people just talk about all the time where I was like, okay, well, no one explained it to me in time for me to be part of the group. So now I just don't want to hear it. So I, I never used it. I don't know what it is. I feel like we just kind of like had a big <laughs> reveal about like the broader picture here of you and like creature comforts. You're like those like monks who like lash themselves <laughs> on the back. That's and it's not like, true. I can't I have buy nice a things. Package of gummy sharks like three times a week. I am not a monk. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, like, how do you order delivery? I just go like on the website of the f- restaurant I want to order from and order food, or like call them, or like walk there. I don't know. Got it. Wow. That's, I mean, it's enlightening for sure. Yeah. This is like the least 22-year-old thing I think I've ever heard. (laughs) You are like my parents, like when they're like, oh, I read your story. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Did you find the link on Facebook? And they're like, no, I just typed theverge.com into Google (laughs) and uh, your story popped up. That's okay. My mom calls me like probably once a week and just reads my tweets to me one by one and asks me to explain them. <laughs> oh, do, do you want to hear the saddest story? This is this is the saddest story. So I like made a Twitter account for my dad. Okay. Aww. And okay. I followed me on the Twitter account. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you have like what you need here. Go off and like make of it what you want. You know, like go follow some other people. Yeah. And like I leave him with that. Don't think about it for I don't know, like almost a year. And one day I'm like talking to my mom and she's like, It is so sweet of you to send your dad these emails every day. <gasps> and I was like, What are you talking about? Like I, this is not a thing I do. And she's like, No, you send him just these like short little messages. Oh. Throughout the day, he's been talking about it, and it just means so much to him. (gasps) And what was happening was, because I was the only person you followed when it sent you those Twitter updates, it was just my tweets. (gasps) Oh my god. And he thought they were just for him. (gasps) I know. That sounds horrifying. Did you tell him? You know what? I ultimately did. Because I felt too bad. I was like, the only reason I did, I think I would have like let it go on forever. 
if I wasn't worried that, like, wait, what if I said something, like, angry or, like, really rude? Oh, yeah. Or, like, he just didn't get it because it was, like, about a meme or something. <laughs> and then, like, he he took it personal and I had no idea it was happening. That would oh, be too no. sad. Yeah, that would be bad. Okay, I think you made the right choice. Yeah. Um, Damn. Anyway, that's a really sad place to end this. Thank yeah. you for being on the show. Of course. Gonna go um, cry now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to our producer, Andrew Marino. And thank you to you, our listeners, because we wouldn't do it if people weren't listening. That would be too sad. That would be like <laughs> sending emails to your father every day with little notes. Uh, and that's it. Until next time, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.